Hey guys, welcome to the Elevate Podcast. I'm Axel York. I'm Eric Corbridge. Hey guys, a uh, few purposes to the show, okay? Um, a couple things as far as elevating your skill set, uh, helping you develop uh, skills that you need, uh, practical skills that you'll use in the field and in training and developing your team. Uh, we'll talk a lot about personal development, growth, having the right mindset, really taking you to the next level in sales, in life, and in your career here at V3. Guys, make sure to check back regularly to stay up to date, get some insider tips, learn what it takes to really get to the next level, and stay elevated. All right, let's go ahead and get started, guys. Uh, again, uh, this is Peter here for the rep training call. Uh, maybe a lot of you don't know me, so let me let me give you a quick intro just about who Peter is. Uh, so I've been with V3 for about three and a half years now. I started exactly where you guys are at um, in you know rep and training, just going through learning the process here, um, how to how to knock doors, how to sell solar, everything, um, and then I moved on to assistant manager. Ran a team for a little while, uh, hit quota for manager, ran an office down, uh, the Corona office down in Southern California for the last couple of years. Um, and then recently, about two, three months ago, uh, moved over more into the training role uh, and am now the talent development manager here. So I do, uh, we'll talk about it today actually, but I do a lot of the work that you guys see uh, with V3U. Um, and just making sure that you guys have the tools that you need to get after it and, and find the success. So, um, but my, my background is in door-to-door. -door. I have done door-to-door -door in other industries uh, since for the last, you know, eight, eight to eight or nine years now. So um, I have a lot of experience from in that perspective. And then again, uh, quite a bit now with, with solar. I actually worked in a, for another solar company for a, a brief while, about two years before finding V3. Um, today's call, I wanna dive into a little bit of the four levels of the pitch and, and kind of what it takes to, uh, and what should be the expectation to truly master uh, the pitch, but really to, for you on this call, most of you are, are gonna be, uh, maybe you've been here for a little while and trying to get more success, or maybe you're newer and trying to really dive into having that, that pitch that can consistently bring in business. Um, so I wanna talk first into what the four levels are, and we're gonna specifically dive into levels one and two today. Um, so going through the, the pitch, um, if you were to look at the level one, uh, the level one pitch is, is pretty basic, right? You're, you're just starting to know how to get through the outline. You can basically stay on track with the pitch, kind of connect the dots with you know, different transitions and different parts of the pitch. Um, and, and maybe you're even able to get through parts A and B um, you know, or from A to B without getting stumped, you can get to different, you know, points in the pitch without uh, having to face too many objections. And there's, there's a basic level of conversation that you have with the customer. 
Uh, but for the most part, level one is going to be that pitch where you're just hoping to, to not have to deal with any redirects um, and just try to dive through the pitch as fast as you can. And it's 100% for memorization. Um, hey, guys, I know we've had a bunch of people just jump on, so please make sure you put your phones on mute. Uh, it makes the background noise a lot clearer. So um, most reps as they start here are gonna be uh, in this level one pitch. Obviously you're learning the pitch, you're just starting to memorize it. And this is, this is key. Um, you can't really necessarily skip level one. Um, you don't have to spend ages in level one, but you can't really skip it. You've got to know the pitch. You have to know the outline. You have to be able to stay on track and connect those dots to make the pitch even make sense. And if you've read through the pitch, you understand what I'm talking about. You see how the, the pitch flows and how it makes sense when you knock a door and start talking to a customer, what that looks like. You're, you're gonna start out with your intro, find out who they are, who are you, what are you there for, etc., etc. as you go further in the pitch, right? Now you're talking more in detail and in depth, but it all, it all builds off of each other. Okay, so um, quick hit level one again. So you're basically able to get through the outline, go from A to B without you know, getting stumped too bad, um, but basic conversation skills. Primarily, it's just a recited pitch, okay? What you wanna be able to do is get through level one as fast as possible. Learn that pitch and, and get it so ingrained um, that you can start to move into levels two, three, and then eventually uh, become a level four salesman um, and have that, that pitch down. Level two is gonna to start to get away from the, um, just the basics of the pitch and start to dive deeper into some of the skill of, of what makes a pitch great. So this is gonna be your, for example, your metaverbals, uh, your stance, your tone, your pace, your body language. What are you not saying to the customer that is, is telling them something, right? Um, you're also gonna start to pick up on EQ or social intelligence, right? So you're gonna start reading the customer, pick up on those social cues. Uh, what is the customer telling you? Not just through their words, but what does their body language tell you? Are they standing straight up? Are they squaring you off? Are their arms folded? Um, are they leaning into the door frame? Are they mirroring you? Are you mirroring them? Those types of things you're gonna to start to keep track of and pay attention to. Um, part of a level two pitch is you start to become confident. You start to, to feel this, this ability to, to get through the pitch um, consistently, right? And so when you knock a door, there's a lot more um, belief that this is gonna go well. Right, I'm gonna get a bill, I'm gonna get an appointment. This could, this could turn into a deal. Uh, you, you now know how to overcome two or three objections before you get stopped. You can overcome those standard basic objections. Uh, you become assumptive, right? So the, this is key. When you start to really dive into a level two pitch, you start to assume and, and are able to be kind of that pleasant persistence and get through uh, more of the pitch. And you're not asking, hey, will you please go get your bill? You're starting to be assumptive. Yeah, go grab that bill really quick, right? The pitch becomes natural, it becomes conversational. It's no longer this 
robotic recitation of a memorized script. It's not salesy. It's, it's you talking to the customer, to that homeowner, with the, the, the tonality and the, the presence of you're just talking to a friend. Okay. So I want to talk to how do you get there? How do you go from level one to level two? Okay, and, and I'm gonna speak obviously from my own experience um, personally, but also from what I see with training reps. Because now, doing this for, for the last several years, I have I've watched and trained and groomed um, countless reps on how to, to become level two, level three um, pitch sales, right? There's a couple key things. Um, the first one is just going to be repetition. It's going to be practice. The only way that you start to become conversational, uh, you start to become confident with something, is, is when you practice, right? Uh, it's just like with, with anything else, just like with sports or with, uh, with learning an instrument, etc. The more repetition that you bring to the table, the more practice that you uh, go through, um, and this is intentional practice, right? This isn't just, hey, I, I showed up and I, I, I said the pitch a couple times or whatever. This is, you're diving deep and really you know, spending time on this. Um, that's when you become confident. When you can walk up to a door and not have to think about what you're, you're going to say because it's, it's so natural now. You've said the pitch hundreds of times in your, your bedroom. Um, or your, you know, your bathroom looking at the mirror, wherever you guys do your practice, in your car, right? For me, um, when I got the pitch, I just started practicing it every single morning, every single night. Um, I was playing it in the car. I'd, I recorded myself going through the pitch, and then I would play it on repeat in the car. I would practice the pitch um, as I drove out to area. I would do uh, one of the big things that worked for me um, and again, this is going to be, everyone's going to have to figure out their own way to, to get there. But the repetition is, is all the same. One of the things that I did was I kept the pitch on me in my folder that I carried with me um, on the doors. And after every door, I'd look at the pitch again. You know, I'd, I'd knock a door, pitch them, and, and make sure uh, that when I finished that door, I'd say the pitch again. And if I got stopped halfway through, I'd look back and see, you know, did I say it all correctly? Did I say it wrong? And then I started to pay attention to, um, or when I started to, to do that and knew the pitch so well, I didn't have to start, I didn't have to think about what I was going to say. And it opened up the ability, my mind to be able to start thinking about, okay, well, how do I sound? You know, what am I, what am I saying? Am I speaking too fast? Am I, do I have a tone that's, you know, really direct? Am I, am I, is it an open tone where someone wants to listen to me? What's my stance look like? Am I, am I standing aggressively? Am I squared off to them? Do I look comfortable? Um, what's my body language? And so I started to do little things um, that helped me look and appear more confident um, to the customer, which ultimately made me feel more confident and ultimately made the pitch that much better after I had practiced and recited the pitch, you know, and gone through that so many times. Um, 
but those metaverbals became key to my confidence on the doors. I started to, you know, as I would talk to a homeowner, I'd, I'd slide into the door frame and I would just rest my shoulder and lean into the door frame. Um, when I was working down in Corona, all the reps there would, would laugh all the time and they'd call it the Peter Lean. Um, but it became a thing that everyone in the office started implementing because it helped them become confident. It helped the, put the customer at ease. It makes and gives the appearance that I've knocked and talked to thousands of people to do this. Let's, let's sit and have this conversation. And when you can do that, you settle down, your pitch becomes natural, uh, it becomes conversational, you're not sounding like a salesman, you're not sounding robotic, they want to listen to you. Um, and that's how you get inside the home, that's how you get those, those bills and those appointments set um, because you become assumptive and natural and confident moving through uh, the pitch. Okay? Um, a couple other keys that I want to go over here. When you're, when you're looking at your craft, and your pitch is your craft, what you do out in the field every single day is, is paramount to your success, obviously. right? That is your success. Uh, you don't go out to the field, you're not going to, to find more leads. You don't find more leads, you're not going to find more, more deals. But you have to have the idea and understanding that this is on you. Um, now we've got V3U, which we'll talk about in a sec. We've got correlations, you've got your assistant manager or your managers. Um, you've got people and resources here to to feed off of and to learn from, but they're not, uh, they're not necessarily there to, to pull you through the whole process. They're there to help you through the process, to give you insight into what it's gonna be like, etc. but you need to have the expectation and understanding that you take ownership. You take initiative uh, and take action for your craft and your skill. Um, I have, a lot of friends that have worked in, in this, uh, in either the solar industry, uh, alarm industry, pest industry, all with door-to-door. With -door. And I, I constantly uh, am in contact with these people, with these friends. And, and a lot of it is just to kind of talk about, you know, what similarities are there across these industries that Maybe I can learn from them. You know, how do I work through doors more, or how do I, how do I uh, present something better? And even though they're selling a different product, um, even they're in a different market or whatever, um, I can learn from them. But one thing that I've seen is there's no way around self-improvement, self-development being self-taught in this you have got to take that ownership. You have got to become self-taught. Um, there's this idea, this, this concept of everyone has to just go through it. Uh, I, I, I do not know of a single success story that don't have, uh, in door-to-door, -door, that doesn't have an, an element where that individual sales rep um, always spent time with a manager. 
always spent time with someone else on the doors. There is an element uh, in every success story where they went out on their own. Maybe it was a couple months, maybe it was a year, you know, it's all going to vary. But where they were out on their own, the rep was, you know, working in neighborhood, working their own territory for several months without reps knocking with them, or at least, you know, the majority of the time was, was on their own, um, not always having someone shadowing them or they're shadowing someone. Uh, and they had to develop uh, the skills necessary to be able to get through that. Uh, not just the skill in terms of the pitch and, and how to work through and get those sales, but the skill mentally to be able to, uh, to grind, to grit, uh, have that grit to get through the day, have the, the attitude to overcome the negativity of being told no all day long, uh, having to um, overcome just the, the challenges of being out in the field day, day after day. You have to, to go through it to some extent on your own to really develop uh, these skills. The next thing I want to talk about primarily is a little bit more practical. As you take ownership and initiative of your craft and your skill, uh, taking that action really obviously comes down to self-discipline. Uh, like I said, your managers are there to help you. They'll shadow you. They'll answer your questions. They'll help you master and get through objections. But that's got to come from you first understanding where you need that help. Where where do you need to, to develop um, to get to the next level, to get from level one to level two, from level two to level three, uh, and then eventually level three to level four, which you know, this can take you know, years to process and to develop yourself into that type of, of sales rep. I want to talk just in, in the last little bit about how to be self-taught. What do you need to do to be self-taught? The first element of that is you've got to decide. You've got to decide yourself that you're going to put in the time. You've got to decide that you want to develop, that you're going to be able to look at yourself and be coachable, not from just other people, from another manager or whatever, but from, from your own standpoint, that you're going to keep track of where you're succeeding and where you're failing and find out why and then decide to develop and commit to that, that process. Um, some of the things that I did that I know other reps have done that I've, you know, some of it is I came up on my own and some of it I just stole from, from other reps tell, talking about their stories and saying, oh, I need to do that, um, is I would keep track of the objections I got. I'd keep track of how many times I got them and where I got them in the pitch and, and I'd go home after the end of the day and look at that list and say, I need to learn how to get through this. And then I would practice those objections. Um, other things I did was I would constantly be asking the successful people, the reps in my office that were, were consistently selling, what do you do? Um, and starting to force myself and, and train myself to do those things. Uh, one of the big keys for me was I was getting off the doors a little early, and so I needed to stay out an extra 30, 45 minutes on my day um, so that I could be out there a little bit longer when it was you know, productive time when there was more people home. And that was key for me. It was extremely difficult at first to just want to stay out and knock those you know, 15 extra doors or whatever it took in 30 minutes, but that 30 minutes became my bread and butter. Um, 
the extra 30 minutes is probably where 75% of my business came from after I started doing that. Um, that idea of being self-taught and self-disciplined enough to do and go through what I wanted to be, to where I wanted to get to uh, was, was key. Obviously, the next thing is going to be you've got to put in the time. You've got to practice. You've got to pay attention to what's happening around you and start to figure out um, how can I get better. And, and here's the thing, and I want, I want to make this clear. Uh, this process, I know I'm kind of uh, coming at you guys a little bit right now and lecturing a little bit. Um, this process is, is difficult, but it's extremely rewarding. It's extremely rewarding. To, to look back, and it's, maybe it's three months, maybe it's six months, to see where you were at with your pitch. And once you make that decision of, hey, I'm going to put in the time. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to commit to this. I'm going to develop myself. I'm going to feed off of the people that I know around me that can help me get there. I'm going to ask my manager that, you know, what, what tools I can do. You know, when I go into that PI, I'm going to find out what they see that I can improve on. And I'm going to be humble and coachable to take that on. And then I'm going to practice. And in six months' time or three months' time or a year, whatever it may be, you get to look back and see the success that you brought to yourself. The cool thing about um, talking and working with, with reps and door-to-door, there's always people behind the scenes that make this possible. There's always you know, mentors, et cetera, that help us get to where we want to be. But at the end of the day, no one can take away from you if you went out and put in the work on your own. And you, you really developed yourself. Hey guys, please put your phones on mute. Um, practice, study, become the master of your craft. Become obsessed with getting better at, at the pitch. Become obsessed with sales and with, with doors and, and, and finding. Uh, when you become obsessed with that, it becomes easier as you dive into it. But it becomes more enjoyable. And in, in five years' time, two years' time, whatever it may be, and you've, you know, you finally, you're making, you know, quarter million dollars a year or half a million dollars a year or more, uh, and someone will say to you, hey, uh, <laughs> hey, you're super lucky that you found this company at, at the time that you did and blah, 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 and that's why you have your success or, or whatever. Yeah, you, you just got lucky. You, you got into the solar industry uh, when it was really starting to blow up. It was probably pretty easy for you to, I mean, everyone was putting solar on their house and, and everything, right? Um, and you'll, you'll look at them and just kind of laugh and say, no, you've, yeah, yeah, I got lucky. I found the right company, but you have no idea the work that I put in to make this, this opportunity um, as great as it is. Uh, I was lucky to find this opportunity, but I was luckier to be able to, to put myself through the process to make that opportunity the wild success that it is. Um, just in, in wrapping up here, guys, 
Get yourself from level one to level two as, as quickly as possible. Take ownership and initiative, take action to become the master of your craft and your skill. To do that, you've gotta be self-taught. You do this through V3U. V3U, I mean, we have been spending so much time uh, to add more and more content, adding videos um, that we hope will, will be the, the, the tools and, and the information that you guys need to, to take yourselves to the next level. Um, go through it. Go through that time where you're, you're out there figuring this out. Uh, everyone that has a success story has the element of going through it. Put in the time, decide to commit and to, to take it, you know, take that initiative. Study your pitch, practice your pitch, study, you know, study the successful. Um, and the last big tip of advice I'll give you is record yourself once a week. Record your pitch once a week so that you can watch the transfer, uh, transformation of where your pitch is and you can always keep, uh, you can keep in mind or, or keep it at the front of your mind, I should say, each week where your pitch is at and see what you need to continue to be working on. And this is something that I still do. I still record my pitch to see, okay, how, how is it coming off? It's going to evolve. It's going to change. But what am I doing that's working? What am I doing that could be improved that's not working or, or whatever? Um, thanks for the time today, guys. Good luck to you out there in the field. Um, take this. Hopefully this training call helps you. Uh, and go put it into work. And hope to see you guys in the text line.